Welcome to the Holistic Sex Podcast. I am Alexei Welsh and I teach holistic sex. And in this podcast, I'm going to help you discover a new kind of sex life beyond the outdated mainstream practice that no longer delivers to our true needs and dreams. A greater experience of sex full of love, beauty, connection, real nourishment, true enrichment, a real journey and deep fulfillment and a real happiness. It is time for us to leave behind what no longer works and move beyond it to what we are really capable of. So this is part two to the episode, Orgasms are not important. Please make sure that you have listened to part one because that is probably the most important part, the core that explains to you why orgasms do not make good sex, have no power to make good sex, that everything that is really important in sex and really valuable and enriching in sex does not come from the orgasms and also how, if anything, orgasms actually have a very depleting and Uh, destructive effect and detrimental effect on the quality of sex and actually take away all the enrichment from your sex. So all of that was in part one. And if you haven't listened to it, then listen to that first and then come back to this part. In this part, I will continue and I will tell you about a few things that uh, really bother people about this question of orgasms. So first of all, I will tell you uh, about the issue that a lot of people believe that uh, you need to have an orgasm in sex. It's not so much that you believe it's the most amazing thing, but if you don't get an orgasm, if you don't get that release, then you're just not going to feel very nice. You're going to feel quite nasty. So it must be included. So that is completely false. And I will explain that to you uh, today in this part. Uh, the second thing I will explain to you is this belief that people hold that uh, you can improve uh, the rest of sex and you can really make every moment of sex much better, but the orgasm will always remain the most incredible, the most powerful, the most amazing, the best part of sex. So it's really important to include that as well. So we will cover that as well today and I will explain to you why that is completely not true as well. Orgasms are not the best thing you can feel in sex by far, so that will be explained. Also, we will talk about other kinds of uh, so-called orgasms, in quotation marks, the ongoing orgasmic experiences and ongoing orgasmic states. And in the end, I will conclude by telling you what to do about orgasms in your sex life, that you don't need to avoid them, you don't need to stop them, that's not necessary, you can keep having them, but how to keep having orgasms, but at the same time to make sure that your sex is truly enriching and nourishing and valuable in all the important ways how to do that. And how to make sure that orgasms don't have this destructive and oppressive effect on your sex life. So let's get going. Now, one very important aspect of orgasms is that a lot of people feel uh, not so much that they want an orgasm as they need one. They need to have one. Uh, Basically, you need to come because in sex you have stimulated your genitals, you have got turned on. If you don't come, you're going to feel really rough, you're going to feel tense, uh, more so for men, but also for women often. So there is that sense that orgasms are still important to include, and not so much uh, because they make sex great, but because, you know, you can't not include them. That would be a disaster. So essentially, you need that release through an orgasm, and that is why orgasms are so important in sex. Uh, So this needs to be challenged for your sake, for your quality of sex life, because if you have this belief and if this is the reality in your sex, then this is going to be so limiting, then you're going to be a prisoner of this. 
it is such a restrictive way of living your sex life because basically you are confined to having the same kind of sex every single time. You have no flexibility. You have no variety. You're having a lot of pressure in your sex for yourself and on your partner to deliver that orgasm to you. It is very, very difficult, if not impossible, to actually have a good sex life if you must have an orgasm during sex. So this question, isn't it necessary to have an orgasm in sex? No, it is not necessary. Uh, This was covered in my episode on the release, why the release is not necessary in sex. Uh, First of all, uh, the optimal sex does not involve the release. Uh, The optimal sex is not to release your sexual energy that you have created during sex and to leave it in your system because uh, you will feel better You will feel really alive and vibrant and emotionally much more connected with your lover. It is much more pronounced for men. Uh, But a lot of women also benefit from that. Uh, There is something that is a little bit lost when you release your sexual energy during sex. Now, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. But uh, you simply will have a richer effect from sex every time you don't come. So it's just to challenge this assumption that release makes sex better. No, you actually get more out of it when you don't release. Now, uh, the practice of having sex without a release is a technique. It is just something you learn. You clearly can't just do it straight away right now, just not come and, uh, you know, be okay. You're probably not going to be okay. Uh, It involves changing your practice. It involves learning how to have sex without a release. So this involves changing the physical technique because uh, the physical technique we use on the genitals, uh, the mainstream technique, is always too irritating. It is too overstimulating. It puts the genitals into that mode of uh, being kind of really wired and really craving for the release because uh, that is actually the purpose of the technique. The technique is supposed to make the genitals feel this way because we believe uh, in the Uh, importance of the orgasm. So we are trying to create that tension normally with the mainstream technique uh, to be able to release that tension. Now, you can uh, use a different technique that doesn't create that tension, that creates really lovely, profound sexual uh, sensation, sexual energy flowing into your body without that irritation, without that tension. It is a matter of changing physical technique. The other thing that needs to be included here is a technique for channeling that sexual feeling, that sexual energy into your body so that you can absorb it, you can assimilate it. So it doesn't build up into that wired tension during sex. So that is also something you learn. And thirdly, by practicing this, you are rewiring uh, your mind and your body to be able to have sex this way because there is also quite a large psychosomatic component Uh, to you being used to the orgasms, being nervous about not getting a release, and that creates anxiety in the body, and the body reacts with more craving. So by and by, you re-educate your body that it's actually really nice to not release, that it feels good, your mind calms down about this, so this all goes away. Now, do we uh, need a release sometimes? Do we need to release our sexual energy, sexual tension through the orgasm? Yes, absolutely. And maybe even uh, not so rarely, but quite often. Do we need to release sexual energy every time we have sex? No, we don't. Uh, It is just a certain frequency that you have for you. Um, uh, It's good for you sometimes to build up your sexual energy, to uh, leave it in your system, to benefit from it. And other times it is good to release it. Now, the important two things to realize about this point are the following. First of all, If you need to release your sexual energy, then this is just management of your sexual energy. You're just going to feel unwell if you don't have an orgasm. 
This doesn't make the orgasm an amazing experience. It doesn't make the orgasm uh, an important thing in sex. It doesn't mean that orgasms make good sex. It doesn't mean that orgasms are the most important thing in sex and they make you happy in sex. It has nothing to do with the quality of sex. It is you managing your sexual energy in the same way as when you go to the toilet. When you need to release, you release. The importance of the orgasm as something that makes amazing sex needs to be taken away. And you just need to um, address the kind of simple down-to-earth reality here that you need to come. So you might need an orgasm. That's totally fine. Everybody has uh, those days very often. But this is not what makes sex good. What makes sex good is the whole experience that nourishes you, that saturates you, that uh, gives you that value, gives you that enrichment. And sometimes you also need to come. The other important thing to keep in mind is that if you need to come, this doesn't need to be done in sex. If you need to come, you just need to come. You can come on your own. This shouldn't really influence sex. It shouldn't affect sex. It shouldn't oppress sex. It shouldn't make your partner serve uh, your need to come. You should still um, enjoy sex as the experience that enriches you and saturates you. Now, if within that experience you can seamlessly, without ruining it, you can come as well. You can just naturally come to an orgasm. That's fine. If you can't, then you can finish yourself off after sex. Immediately at the end of sex, you don't need to make sex all about, you know, working towards your orgasm. You can just stop sex at some point or you can just finish yourself off with your hand or something. Or you can just conclude sex and come later on your own. It's going to be the same release. It's going to have the same effect. So the need to come doesn't make orgasms a really important part of sex. It is just something you might include in sex or you might not even include in sex at all and you just come on your own. Now, some people may still have a major doubt about the whole issue, and they might think, okay, it makes sense that we need to make every moment of sex more enriching, more nourishing, because every moment of sex does uh, give us something. But surely, the orgasm is still the most powerful, the most amazing, the most incredible thing you can feel in sex. It is essentially the best thing you can feel in sex. And therefore, it is very important to include, because why would it be not important to uh, include the best thing you can feel in sex. Because, of course, we have been conditioned uh, in our culture to believe that you know the best thing you can feel in sex is the orgasm. So this belief that the orgasm is the best thing uh, you can get out of sex is not true. It really needs to be challenged. It really needs to be reviewed from a few different angles. How do we evaluate the best thing in sex? Are we saying that basically the orgasm is the best thing in sex because it is the strongest sensation, it is the most intense sensation? Are we evaluating sex by uh, a simple scale from a weak sensation to a strong sensation? That's what makes sex good. That's what makes sex amazing. Doesn't this sound a bit prehistoric to you? Like something that hasn't been updated since the cave times? We have evolved in our senses. We have created all these arts and culture and experiences and a complexity of our relationships. We are having a fairly complex uh, experience in sex with another person, all that beauty, all those senses, all that relational stuff that is flowing between us, all that richness of our senses, and we are evaluating it by what? By how intense this physical sensation is. If I got the most intense physical sensation, that means I got the best thing. We need to open our minds. The best thing might be the most beautiful moment that you felt there. It might be the most interesting energy in your body. It might be the most blissful energy in your body, not necessarily the strongest sensation. 
It might be the most happy moment that you experienced in sex. It might be a moment of profound love that was the most amazing moment you experienced in sex. It might have been an amazing moment of floating in some kind of a spiritual dimension that was the most incredible moment in sex. Even your body doesn't experience itself in this very straight, primitive line from uh, weak sensations to strong sensations. The body actually has a lot of richness, a lot of complexity. You can feel really amazing experiences in your body that you can't even describe. They have different colors, different frequencies. Why are we evaluating sex in the 21st century by the strongest physical sensation? Why are we not saying that sex was really amazing because it made me feel really nourished? or it made me feel really happy, or it made me feel really loved, or uh, it made me feel really blissful, or uh, it was an incredible spiritual experience, or it was really interesting, it was really cool, or it was super sexy and erotic and hot. Any of these at different times, or all of these in the same time, why uh, are we saying that I've had the best sex because I felt the most intense physical sensation? And do we need to choose the best sex that we're going to have and then have that kind of sex every day for the rest of our lives? Because that is exactly what happens with the orgasm. If you decide that the orgasm is the best thing in sex, then every time you have to have the orgasm, every time you have the same kind of sex. And moreover, most of the time you have in the same kind of sequence because there is this particular sequence that gets you to the orgasm for the rest of your life. There is no such thing as the best kind of sex. There is Sex that is the best for you today, for your energy today, for your mood today. One day you are in the energy where the best sex for you is this really hot, erotic, super sexy, passionate sex. Another day is the worst kind of sex for you. Another day the best sex for you is really deep, blissful, regenerative, restorative, nourishing sex. Another day you really need to feel loved. You really need to feel connection with your lover. That is the most important thing for you in sex. Sex is like different kinds of music. There is no such thing as the best kind of music. There are just different kinds of music that suit you best on any given day. So you can actually decide to have your orgasm as, you know, one of the best things that you like to experience. Sometimes that is, you know, the best thing for you on any given day. But it's really boring when that is the only best thing you've got in your library. And even when it comes to the genital sensation, there is a lot more variety, a lot more complexity than just having this orgasmic release through your genitals. I'm even just zooming in on the genitals and the genital sensation now, not even talking about the whole experience of sex, how it can go in different moods and different energies, different sequences, different kinds of beauty, different kinds of really amazing human experiences. But even if we just look at the genitals, there is a lot more variety than just uh, that orgasmic release. You can have a whole bunch of experiences that are called orgasmic experiences if you get a better technique for the genitals. You can experience a flow of that uh, sexual sensation from the genitals on and on into your body uh, in such a powerful way that it's going to be far more blissful than uh, that one moment of an orgasm. You can have other ripples and vibrations and expansions coming from your genitals that feel more subtle, they feel deeper, they don't have that intensity, but they feel incredibly powerful, incredibly uh, enriching, incredibly gorgeous, really, really special, much more special than uh, the classic kind of typical orgasm that you have. You can have whole body vibrational states where you can be just, you know, vibrating for an hour with blissfulness in your whole body. And that is going to be far more satisfying than one intense moment of an orgasm. So this whole thing about the orgasm being the best thing really needs to be reconsidered. 
And if the orgasm is the best thing in your life at the moment, it probably means that there is a lot more for you to discover. And uh, there is a lot more that you can experience with a better technique, with a better approach. And you probably need uh, that nutrition. You probably need that in your life. Because if the orgasm is the best thing for you in your life right now, it probably means that there is a lot missing from your sex life at the moment. And one more thing I want to say is... Let's say that the orgasm is the best thing in sex. Let's say it is the most intense, the best moment of sex. It isn't, but let's say this for the sake of the argument. Then what? Because the orgasm is not just the orgasm. It's not just that moment. It is a complex. It comes with everything else. It doesn't come on its own. It comes with all the work you have to do for it, all the stress, all the pressure. Uh, it, it comes with losing everything else that you could be doing in sex, all the real enrichment uh, to work on that orgasm. It comes with the calm down after the orgasm, you know, the drop in your energy, the drop in your connection, the recovery curve. So I can say that when I'm high on MDMA, that is the best moment of my life. So now what? Should I just keep doing that? We have to stop applying this class A drugs philosophy to our sex life. That, you know, one moment of intense pleasure means uh, it's okay to sacrifice everything else to it and just turn the whole sex into disconnected mechanical work devoid of any nutrition and then go through a calm down because we're experiencing that one intense moment of pleasure. Isn't it better to not go for that full intensity, to have something that is a little bit less intense, but it feels really good. It feels really nourishing. It makes you feel really well. It really brings positive energy into your life. Isn't that a better choice, even if it is less intense, even if we could get a more intense sensation? But once again, I'm really saying this just for the sake of the argument. I'm really convinced that that moment of the orgasm is not the greatest experience you can feel in sex anyway. It is okay. It is somewhere in the middle. It is enjoyable enough. It is just not absolutely not the greatest experience you can have in sex. There are many, many experiences you can have in sex that are far more amazing in different ways than that, you know, intense explosion of orgasm. So what is the takeaway here? Look, enjoy the orgasms. It's fine. It's just one nice sensation. If it happens in sex, you want to include that one intense sensation and it doesn't ruin everything in sex, it doesn't dominate your sex, it doesn't create stress, then enjoy it, have it. But it is just one intense moment of pleasure. It doesn't really matter a big deal whether you include it or not. It doesn't really change the quality of your sex that much. It doesn't make sex good. If you include it, it's just one more moment. If you don't include it, the value, the enrichment, the whole benefit of sex, the power of sex happened through every moment of sex, not through the orgasm. Enjoy that one intense sensation. Don't give it any other meanings. Don't give it any other power it doesn't really have. Don't give it more attention, effort, stress, and physical work than it actually deserves. Don't think that orgasms are the most important thing in sex. Don't think that orgasms are giving you the biggest value in sex. Don't think that orgasms will make sex good. Don't try to improve your sex life by improving orgasms. Don't think that orgasms will fulfill all your hopes for a, a great sex life, for you to be happy, for you to feel loved, for you to be fulfilled in your sexual relationship. Don't spend your time on orgasms in sex. Don't dedicate sex to orgasms. Don't think that what your lover needs from you in sex is an orgasm. Give most of your attention to what really matters, to creating the richest sexual energy in every moment that you can. 
to make every moment feel really rich with that sexual sensation, to make it feel really nourishing for you, to make it feel beautiful, make, make that moment full of love, full of connection, full of that gorgeousness of that sexual feeling. Learn different ways of doing it, create different journeys, different sequences out of it, different experiences out of it. It really doesn't have to be difficult. It can be very easy. It can be very effortless. Enjoy floating in that space of sex. Enjoy being there and just saturating with all these beautiful feelings. Don't let the orgasm dominate. Don't stress about it. Don't commit sex to it. Don't dedicate sex to it. Because that is not what really needs to happen. What really needs to happen is that enrichment from every moment. And I want to conclude with a quick word on uh, so-called orgasmic experiences, on uh, the other kinds of orgasms that people uh, have been talking about online, such as uh, the things that I mentioned in the beginning, like the multiple orgasm for men, in quotation marks, uh, the cervical orgasm, the uh, kind of full-body orgasm, which uh, people normally by this, they understand just... uh, 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 waves of sexual energy flowing through you on and on and your whole body feeling vibrant. So a lot of things are called um, orgasm as well these days. And I might get sometimes an argument that, you know, all those uh, peak orgasms, of course, they don't mean anything. But if you're having this full body orgasm, the cervical orgasm, uh, orgasmic waves, multiple orgasm in quotation marks, then this is a really powerful experience. Then it's a whole different story. And having those kinds of orgasms is actually really important for you, for your sexual energy, for your well-being etc. And I will challenge that too. Uh, First of all, these are not strictly speaking orgasms. At best, I call them orgasmic experiences normally or orgasmic waves or being orgasmic. So I try to distinguish them from the word orgasm. It makes it quite difficult to argue uh, this uh, whole uh, point uh, when uh, they are called orgasms. Why? Because uh, what I'm saying here is that the experience of sexual energy flowing through you is more powerful, more enriching than the orgasm, always. And then the internet comes along and says, well, the experience of the sexual energy flowing uh, into you is now called an orgasm. So uh, this becomes a bit of a nonsensical argument. Um, It becomes the argument that goes uh, more or less like this. So what if sexual energy is actually an orgasm? Do you still mean that it is not as enriching as sexual energy? So then we get to the point where we are saying, so do you mean that sexual energy is not as enriching as sexual energy? And I don't really know how to argue this point. If you call all sexual energy an orgasm, then it becomes very difficult uh, and we have to basically uh, stop for a second and really clarify what we are going to mean by an orgasm. The only so-called orgasms that uh, are really valuable and really enriching for you are the experiences where they approach just Uh, an experience of flowing sexual energy, sexual energy happening in your body, flowing into your body for some time. Now, if you want to call this an orgasm, you can call this an orgasm, but in essence, what it is, is just the experience of flowing sexual energy into your body, which is exactly what I'm talking about here. And yes, it is far more enriching than uh, your classic orgasm. I think we can't really kind of stick flags into everything in sex and name everything an orgasm and then say that, you know, orgasms are important because everything in sex is now called an orgasm. That becomes a bit of a nonsensical argument. If you're having orgasmic experiences that are basically sexual energy, you're experiencing moment by moment, you're just enjoying sexual energy in each moment. And if you call that an orgasm for you, um, kind of it's meaningful to call that an orgasm, you can call it an orgasm. But 
it is essentially the same thing that I've been talking about in this episode, that that experience is a lot more enriching for you than uh, having that peak and release of an orgasm. Now, are these uh, orgasmic waves and orgasmic flows really essential for you and paramount for your quality of sex? Um, I would say no, they are not either. They have been presented as such. They have been presented as the next evolution of the orgasm that, you know, we no longer want to have this typical little uh, peak and release. And now we are going to have ongoing orgasmic waves, full body orgasms, because that is much better. Sex is actually more varied like this. Sometimes you might have sex like this and it will be a beautiful experience if you have the energy for it, if you have the time for it, but you don't need to. You can have sex that doesn't feel like this, this really intense orgasmic waves flowing into your body all the time. It is not always good for you. Sometimes it burns out your system uh, on a given day. You have a whole variety of sexual experiences. There are many uh, kinds of sex that are uh, at low intensity. They feel really nourishing. They feel very deep. They feel really beautiful, but they're just much more gentle than this really um, kind of strong uh, intensity firing into your system on and on and on. So no, they are not important. You can have a, none of these experiences, no orgasm and no uh, orgasmic experiences, orgasmic waves, orgasmic states, and you can still have very powerful, very beautiful, very nourishing sex that will make you feel amazing without any sort of orgasmic experience. And thirdly, if you make any kind of orgasm, any kind of orgasmic experience important in sex, then you are going to suffer from it because you're creating expectations, you're creating pressure, you're creating dependency. You need to force something, you need to make something happen, otherwise sex wasn't good. This defeats the purpose. This is going to be detrimental. This is not going to result in a good quality sex life. So none of the orgasms are important. These orgasmic experiences, they are also optional. Sometimes they will happen, you can enjoy them, but you can have amazing sex without them. They are not essential. They are not important. So look, sex is not a sensation. It is not an achievement. It is not a job you need to do. It is not a goal you need to reach. There is nothing you need to do in sex. There is nothing you need to perform. Sex is just a field of nourishing energy, of beauty, of love, where you spend some time just drinking from it, just being there, just filling up from it, just saturating with all that richness. And if you just connect with this idea, if you just stop believing that one particular thing in sex is going to deliver something you're looking for, if you just understand that it's just a world that you go into and you just spend some time there filling up with all that beautiful energy, then you will just naturally experience different journeys, different sequences, different varieties of that energy. And orgasms will naturally be a part of it. They will happen naturally, spontaneously, different kinds of orgasmic experiences, but they will show you, you will see very clearly that it wasn't the orgasms that really made you feel happy, made you feel enriched. You will see that it was every moment of the beautiful energy of the journey, every moment of that love, every moment of that beauty that really did it. So I really wish you a great journey. Until next time.